Welcome to Get Your Cash Flow Up, the podcast that shares and reviews opportunities for women to increase their cash flow. From MLM to franchising, we cover it all with your hosts, Tiffany and Shauna of Miss CFO. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 10 of Get Your Cash Flow Up. I am super excited because this is monumental for us here at Team Miss CFO. We made it to 10 episodes. I know they say you're not really fully official until you make it to episode 27, but the fact that we've done it now and our podcast has been a long time coming is just an exciting moment for us we are really just getting started and we are so thankful for the guests that we have had on thus far and the excitement for people who are just interested in being on the podcast we have some exciting guests coming up that we cannot wait to roll out and I am really excited because we're really about to start getting into some of the meat of what you're going to be looking for we have a lot of good franchise reviews coming up so for my ladies who are really wanting to get your cash flow up in a major way we're going to have some really good episodes coming up and so you're going to want to make sure that you stay tuned to get your cash flow up every single Thursday we're coming with a new episode so in episode 10 of get your cash flow up we have the pleasure of speaking with Britt Marshman now Britt Marshman is a bad ass let me tell you she is a wife a mom of five and she is also running three businesses yes she is the ceo of the brit marsh and co brands which includes her hip podcast the bad and bougie moms the socially plain jane jewelry collection and be totally organized i mean i just can't even think about how she does it all even without really any help listen you've got to check out this episode so without further ado let's get into it hey everyone welcome to another episode of get your cash flow up it's tiffany here hey y'all it's shauna hey you guys this is brit <laughs> hey hey brit so as y'all can hear we have a guest today her name is brit and we cannot wait to talk to her so let's go ahead and get into it so, Britt, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule today to be with us, because I know you have a million and one things going on. So, a husband, five kids, three businesses, and a full-time job? How? How, Sway? How? I don't know. I ask the same question daily, to be honest. So, um, luckily for me, um, once I had my last son, which is Remington, he'll be one um, actually in a couple of days, I should just work my businesses full time. So, I'm not a corporate entrepreneur um, like I was before last year. So, I've been able to be blessed to be able just to put my all into my businesses. So, it's still a hard job just being able to balance everything else. But I know it would be much harder if I had to go work a nine to five as well. Yes, Absolutely. Def- definitely. So how how long has it been since you've been so full time? It has been actually on Wednesday will make a year. 
Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so it feels yeah, it feels like it's been longer. Um, I do let everyone know when I first um, became a stay-at-home mom slash business person, it was a very um, hard transition for me. I've been working corporate since I was like 18, so I didn't understand the whole, okay, you don't have to work anymore. You can just take care of your kids. So I fought it, honestly, you guys, for like the longest with him. <laughs> and then I was just like, you know, I, I do want that chance to at least see the last baby you know grow up be able to see them you know talk and walk for the first time mm-hmm. so I'm like all right I give it I give it a chance I guess <laughs> yeah definitely hear that um okay so we have a lot under your umbrella right so Brit Marsh and company how did it get to this point Yes, so um, at the beginning, Brit Martian Company was actually named Be Totally Organized, which is um, my organizing business that I had. So I actually started that back in 2013 um, when I first moved to Atlanta, and I provide um, home organization and also business organization. So it can go from building schedules for busy families to working with that small entrepreneur on like expense reporting or getting a website together or just just seeing how to actually organize their time and be better at time management. Um, so once I got that going under my belt, loved it, loved it, loved it, then I ended up wanting to do more things. So that's when the Bad and Bougie Moms podcast came about. So I started that actually last year in December. Um, at one point, I was going to name it Wicked Moms, which was so lame. I'm so happy <laughs> I did not name it that at all but I just wanted to be able to provide a platform for you know everyday mothers who's out there hustling and you know doing their entrepreneur thing doing their nine to five thing and still looking great and still have an actual social life and you know being able to handle it all so amazingly the people that I have interviewed the first thing they tell people is like we don't know how we do it. Like it just happens. You know, it just happens. Mm. You just sometimes you drop the ball. Sometimes you know the kids eat cereal for dinner. Like it's just oh, yes. right. <laughs> so just to be able to hear you know their stories and their backgrounds, it definitely have impacted um, a lot of women who follow the Bad and Bougie Moss podcast, and especially millennial women because you know we grew up with some of the, you know two household parents. You know the mom staying at home doing the kicking, and he had the dad. You know just come home kick their shoes off after work and now it's like okay we're single moms we're co-parenting we have you know other things going on so just to get that aspect of people with that upbringing and seeing how they put it into their daily lives with their kids is really amazing so that's how the bad and bougie mom got started and now my newest venture is socially playing jane which is a jury collection that I started is a minimalistic, refined, modest collection. So you will find pieces um, for the everyday wearer, you know, just like little chains and trinkets and things like that. I'm not a bit jewelry person, but I do like how jewelry looks on other people. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I brought something to the table where, hey, you know, if you don't know how to pick out jewelry or you don't, you know, you're not the whole color coordinated person, at least you can pick out, you know, this really nice silver chain that could be wore at your corporate job and also at night. So that's our socially playing Jane. That's my new baby. And I love it so far. I, I just like buying the jewelry, to be honest, and being able to try it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Along with that. Yes, yes. 
So do so you um, resell the jewel the, the jewelry? That's how you. Yes, so I actually have a vendor. So I go to their website. I pick out um, the jewelry that I want to add to the collection, and then most of the time I only buy like well, yeah, it is resell. I only buy like two or three pieces, and then I go ahead and sell it on the website. Because with the um, collection, I don't want it to be big. It's just something that it's kind of like a hobby at this point. So it's just, you know, things that I find across. If you like it, grab it up because you're probably going to be the only one with it. And if not, just leave it there for somebody else. So, yeah, so it is resale. I don't make it. I'm not like, you know, binding stuff together. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was yeah. like, girl, you, you really are, um, uh, you know, miss everything. Although I will say, you know, even um you know finding stuff to buy and resell is a talent as well even if you are not making it because I just think like I am often you know inspired by women who can go out and put pieces together for you know online reseller boutiques because (laughs) I just don't have that whole design and put things together type of sense that is so not me (laughs) so for people who (laughs) can do that and like help me out where I can just find things like oh yeah that's cute that will work where it's not too overwhelming like and you know what I'm the same way because like I honestly I hate shopping like I hate walking to a store I like my mom she's that whole sales rack like could go through things and find amazing stuff I'm just like look whatever's on the mannequin just give me all that and just take me to the the register <laughs> like I it's I hate it it's just too time consuming I I'm, I'm not that person either so and now with online shopping, you don't even have to do all that. I'm Is like, that girl? Away from all the crowds and the malls, and I, I just cannot. Nope. Okay. Amazon is life, you guys. I promise. Mm-hmm. I tried that whole seven day trial where you can um, try on the clothes, and if you don't like it, bring it back. Best thing ever. I'm not <laughs> aware of that. Yes, yes. So it's on. If you're an Amazon Prime member, they have it where you can. It's like a seven day trial thing. So you have to order a box of three items and then they ship it to you. Try them on. If you like it, um, you keep it. You let them know. They'll go ahead and pay it through your account. If not, you just put it back in the box and ship it back. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. to know. Good to know. Yes. But let's definitely get back to you and what. Okay. So you help other people get their lives organized and. Yes you know, all in order, how in the world and, or do you have a certain schedule for how you organize your businesses so that each one of them gets a certain amount of attention? Yes. So I actually, um, I'm very super organized. So I actually live on a schedule myself. So every day I wake up at six o'clock in the morning, I get the kids ready for school by six 30 at that time between six 30 and eight 30 is for the bad and bougie mom. So I do my quote for the day. I go ahead and um, get my two posts ready that I want to put on social media or, you know, if anything, I want to put my story and then I go ahead and just set up my post that it will post like around 10 o'clock. So at that time, from 10 to 1, I normally work on um, the social, the socially plain Jane. So I go online, look and see if I see any type of jewelry pieces that I like to add. If not, then I just go ahead and just work the social media saying, hey, this is the new products we have. You know, I also started getting people opinions about pieces that I can get saying, hey, you know, would you like to see something like this in the jewelry collection? And then after I go pick up my kids at 2.30, from three o'clock until eight, 
normally. I work on Be Totally Organized, but um, that's more so consulting at this point. So it's not a lot of social media work um, since a lot of the business owners knew me from before then. So it's just kind of doing like their virtual online consultations and, you know, just making sure they're squared away. And then normally after 7.30 is when I do the interviewing for the Bad and Bougie Moms. So it goes back to the Bad and Bougie Moms at night. And then I'm in bed probably around 12 o'clock maybe. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, so that's every day. And then um, between four and six, that's when I actually, you know, do my cooking, cleaning, things like that, help with homework. So it, it's a set schedule. It's blocked off. Um, normally, my only time off is on Saturday and Sunday. I kind of try not to post on social media. I literally do nothing. I don't open up my computer or anything. I at least get that break. Mm, that's good. Very nice. It seems like you really have a good system in and flow down. I'm like, listen, I might need that schedule. <laughs> it's, I mean, and I tell people all the time, if if you're able to stick to a schedule, it makes things easier. I mean, as far as um, our family, like you guys mentioned, we do have five kids and we say we run it like a corporation. Like we're the CEOs, the mom <laughs> and dad, you know, the older kids, they're the managers, the younger kids are the employees. And then we have Remington, which he just, you know, he's just one, he's just there. So just giving he's them- He's an intern, he's an intern. He's an intern, exactly. <laughs> so just giving them chores. You know, like the kids, like they still wash dishes and, um, you know, just taught them how to fold clothes. So it kind of gives them a sense of responsibility. And then on every Sunday we have um, our family meetings. So if they have anything they want to bring up, you know, like they want to start earning money for something else. or if we have anything we need to share, then that's when we do it. So, it, mm. it, yeah, it's really it's fun. The kids like it. But yeah, girl, I would go crazy if I didn't have a schedule. I hear that. Mm, I like that. I really do. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so far, um, well, you know, actually, you know, um, let me ask you this because mm-hmm. you just, you could just refer to this. You said that you run your household like a corporation. Mm-hmm. Now the kids help around the house, but do they help you with any of your businesses? So my daughter, she's interested in the podcast. She's been on it before, but um, my son, the eight-year-old, he's he's not with it. He's just like, oh, you have an interview? I'm like, yeah, and then he's playing Fortnite. Like, he's not <laughs> with it at all. So um, my daughter, she, yeah, she'll help with the podcast as far as the uh, recording, getting like the mic and stuff ready. And um, she also helped with Socially Playing Jane. So she's my little model when I need to take pictures. But um, other than that, yeah, the other kids, they really don't care. They're just like, oh, okay, we know you podcast and have your business, but they don't really see the work behind it yet. So okay. yeah, but the, the 11 year old, my angel child, she definitely helps me out. <laughs> well, that's good that's good and I know this is like such a taboo question like you know how people sometimes like well which one is your favorite child that's such a taboo question to ask parents but which one of your businesses is really really near and dear to your heart like is there one that takes a special place over the others or like how do you weigh them oh I thought you was going to ask me about my kids because I was like I would definitely tell you it's my it's my daughter Kaylin I would I know that sounds so bad but she is favorite <laughs> but um but I love them all the same but as far as my businesses I'll probably say um the podcast is it's it's part of my baby um with the podcast I, it's honestly it was just an idea I didn't know anything about podcasting I didn't know what type of platforms to use I mean I literally jumped out the gate and Google how to start a podcast 
So for me to be able to build it to what it is now and then hearing the feedback from people, like just their inspiration behind hearing other women, it it really touches my heart because and I tell people all the time, when I started a podcast, I didn't I didn't do it for money. I didn't do it, you know, just to get great reviews. I did it because I really wanted to share these people's stories that I seen on a daily. So that definitely has to be the favorite. Um, organizing, it's just because I'm really good at it. I've been doing it for years. So that'll be my second. And then, of course, the, the jury line, it's, it's too new. So I'm not sure. It might take number one soon. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, so what has been the most difficult part of your entrepreneurial journey thus far? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, the most difficult part is, uh, honestly, it's just staying, uh, I don't want to say staying motivated, but just staying consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that will be the the hardest part. Like, you know, you have some of those days where you don't see anything happening or you're like, okay, you know, am I doing the right thing? And it's just, it's hard when you can't see the big picture right in front of you. So um, I just want to, it, it has to be the consistency. And since I started becoming more consistent in like my posting and just engaging with people and everything to that nature, I, I have been able to tell a very big difference from um, where the support has grown um, as, and also as far as the business on both ends. So definitely consistency should be the, will be the hardest. And also knowing that it takes time and effort to do things right. You just can't slap things together. Yeah, you just can't slap things, you know, things together, even though Instagram and social media makes it very, I guess, looks like it's super easy and everything just all of a sudden happened. It doesn't. And yeah, and I think, yeah, that I think that has to be the biggest misconception. Yeah, there are so many steps of the process of getting things to where it looks like Instagram worthy and I'm doing air quotes. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's really funny just to think about that, like, you know, um, where you always see people where they're thinking like, oh, you know, she must be doing this and she must be doing that because, you know, her, her feet is so perfect and, and the, the branding and the color. And I think like, you know, just a little, littlest thing, even like with doing the podcast and mm-hmm. we say that now as being like episode nine, this is. <laughs> <laughs> we getting up there, girl. We getting, we getting up there, girl. Remember what I said about episode 21? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. You have to celebrate. <laughs> I think that we can see that light because now it just seems like, I mean, and even though we're not anywhere, you know, close, you know, with, with making it with the podcast, but even like, you know, now it's kind of picking up some momentum and it's kind of going and flowing and and all of that. But it's really easy to want to quit because, you know, like you said, you don't see things happening. You feel like, okay, you know, I'm posting all these great things or I'm sharing all this, you know, great information and tips and videos and all this content and stuff like that. Like, where are my people, you know, (laughs) where, where where are they? uh, You know, why is my phone ringing off the hook or my, my calendar, you know, book with appointments, but uh, it is a good, you know, testament to just like really stay consistent and staying, you know, faithful and committed to the process of like, you know, I made this decision to, you know, embark on this journey and I'm here and I'm going to, you know, make it work no matter what. Right. I totally agree. And it's, and honestly, it's to a point, and I, 
I let people know all the time. It's the point where I sit up there and I read, you know, try to read group things, rethink things, you know, sit up there crying, like, what did I get myself into? And then all of a sudden, I get an email from someone anonymous saying, oh, my God, I love this episode about such and such. And, you know, it really touched me. And I'm like, that's what I do it for. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, and you go in with, especially with podcasts, because the first thing people will talk about are numbers. And I promise that I never looked at my numbers. I, well, I look at them now because I'm just nosy, but I never, <laughs> at the beginning, I never looked at my numbers. I literally just like, you know what, if people listen to it, they listen to it. And then it started coming to a point where I was getting emails about, hey, you know, we would like to add you to this support you know, this actual podcast platform or I get emails saying, hey, you made number one. And I'm like, wait, is people actually listening to me talk? <laughs> you know, whatever. So it, yeah, like I said, it's just faith and just know it is, it's hard. I don't want to add like shit code like it's not. It is hard. So, I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and speaking of that, so Britt Marshman, she is a woman that has a fearless attitude and also an unorthodox worth ethic. Tell us more about that. Yes, so um, my worth ethic is insane. Uh, I want to say, and I don't even want to brag about myself because I'm not that type of person. Go ahead. Don't brag, honey. (laughs) Don't brag on ourselves enough. Uh (laughs) I know, but it's just like the things I'm a, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm a watcher and I'm a listener. So when I see people doing certain stuff and they're like, okay, they wonder why they don't have again, any type of traction or whatnot. And then they're like, Oh, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I'll be up here drafting emails at three o'clock in the morning before such and such wake up and still do this. It's just, I'm a, I'm a machine dead serious. I've been that way since I was like five years old. My mom, she was a single mom, raised three girls all by herself. I I never knew the, you never could tell me no. If you told me no, I'm like, look, I figure it out. Mm-hmm. So just having that type of mindset and as far as being fearless, I have been through so much stuff from being, you know, from being 18 into 32 now. So for instance, on the podcast, we always get into relationships and I always joke about how I was dating this guy and he was so unattractive. Like y'all, he was ugly. Oh no. Yes, he was new to But I thought I was doing him a favor because I'm oh, like, no. yeah, girl, he was yeah. <laughs> but you know, I tell people like even though he was unattractive, he cheated on me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wait, I gave you a chance. Like, how can this happen to me? So and the way I caught him was that um, I had his iPad and I just started punching in numbers. They didn't know his password or nothing. And it unlocked. And I'm like, that was nothing but God. So, mm. right. So I'm just, I tell people, whatever's done in the dark, it would definitely come to light. Always come to yes. light. Do mm. you. Don't worry about anything. Because if, if it's for you, it's for you. If it's mm-hmm. not, it's not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's definitely where the fearless attitude can. I, I've been through too much and, and too grown to be worried about anything. You know, and that's, that's right. it. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have me preaching. Listen, <laughs> we already ready to say amen. So right. <laughs> don't even worry. For real. I mean, and it takes that type of attitude, you know, when you're pursuing something like this. You can't you cannot be an entrepreneur and not be fearless. Like it, it just does not work. And I think that's why a lot of times people have it mi- totally mixed up. And they and they quit or they never make it happen because they have all these ideas or oh I want to do that but let some you know type of opposition come up against it and oh my God they want to quit 
Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to talk to nobody anymore. They don't want to post anything anymore. It's like, you you cannot go into entrepreneurship like that. No right. way, no how. And, uh, and, you know, and some people just don't have it. And, mm-hmm. um, and that was another thing I had to realize because even though I was, you know, I was fine. I, I have a human resources degree. I was, I love human resources. I love talking to people. I was fine doing, I was doing, but it's just, it was always something in the back of my thoughts. Like, Brittany, you, you need to be doing it. Like I'm always been a creative. So it's like, you need to be doing something for you. But like, for instance, my husband, he is a corporate junkie all the way. He would never, never try entrepreneurship because he says it's too risky. So being able to hear that and seeing that, you know, some people just don't have it. It, mm-hmm. it is a thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it, it is, it, it's hard. Like y'all said, it's, it's really hard, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, totally worth it. And like, you know, people always say like, you know, entrepreneurship is definitely not, you know, for the faint at heart and, you know, not trying to be <clears throat> funny or anything like that. But I mean, there has to be, you know, someone at the restaurant to make your food when you go there has to be you know there has to be someone behind the register to check you out at the store like there has you know these things have to exist in our world you know in order for it to you know spin around and around and around and and it's okay I mean that's really why there's you know one percent of you know the people that are just willing to do what others aren't so right yeah I understand and then also like about for instance um the back not the backlash but you know just being open to other people opinions about you um I'm a very reserved person so when it came to like social media and kind of putting myself out there I had I was tugging with it because I'm like okay I have my family, you know, I don't like everyone in my business, but for people to feel like I'm personable and be able to speak to someone and have them open up, I have to open up myself. So um, I, one day I went to the Apple podcast platform and looked at my comments and some girl left me a 2.5 rating. And she said, I know. And she said, I don't think she, I don't think she followed the um, actual Instagram page because she was like, oh, I thought this podcast would be giving tips about motherhood. And, you know, the person she, she's the host is kind of rough around the edges, but I guess she would get better when she, you know, gets into like episode 35. Like she was, she was doing the most. So um, I took like two shots of tequila to calm my nerves. <laughs> And then, you know, I just kind of, I spoke to my accountability partner. I'm actually under a management group um, called Roberts Media Management. So they actually manage my podcast platform. And I spoke to her and I'm just going off like, I can't believe she's saying, she's like, Brittany, everybody's not going to like your podcast. I'm like, I know, but it was just so hurtful. And she was like, girl, that was just one. Like, come on. Mm -hmm. So then I got myself together. Right. So now I don't care. Either you're going to like my country attitude and my tone or you're not. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Does she have a podcast? Exactly. She don't. So, you know, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, it's it's just the world we live in. Like, there's always going to be, you know, that, that type of person, you know? There's always going to mm-hmm. be someone to, you know, try to pour negativity onto something that's positive. Always. So, right. And, and, and you know what? No, I was going to say it was, and the thing was the podcast was never put out to be a informative motherhood tip type thing. It was literally to have, you know, mothers have an outlet to know that, especially when you get in motherhood, sometimes you feel like you're just a mom. You're just mm, here to, you yeah. know, 
to be with your kids, to be in a relationship, like it, you don't have anything for yourself. And that's why I wanted to give with the podcast. Like, you know, we like getting our hair and nails done. We like going out with our girlfriends. We like twerking. We're ratchet. We rap. You know what I'm saying? We're just, <laughs> just moms. So I don't want people to feel that way. So that's what the platform was for. It wasn't, I mean, you're not going to get no breast tips from me on how to breastfeed your kids. Uh-uh. Sorry. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not me. I'm sorry. It's just not. So, I, and then she went under anonymous. So I can't even add her, y'all. It was just a mess. See, yeah. Just yeah. being cowardly. Just over exactly. there being cowardly. But you know what? The old folks used, used to always say, you know, like, when people start talking bad about you, that's how you know you made it. So exactly. I'm just going to be here to insert the snaps and the yeses for you and the claps and all that for you. Um, so... She she wasn't a fan of whatever tips that you were providing, but what tip, what basic tips can you give to us for just keeping our lives organized? Yes, yeah, so let's see. So the basic tips uh, for keeping your personal life organized would be number one: make sure you make time out for yourself. Um, you have to have a work life balance. So if you're working a regular nine to five, make sure you leave your nine to five at the job. Like mm-hmm. that's one thing I really mention people. Um, we're so, especially being millennials, we're so used to just doing what we need to do to make sure everything is done right and perfect. So we're known for going over and beyond or be like, oh, you need for me to work on this project. I could just take this work home and do it. But I noticed that, especially with corporations, when they're ready to let you go, they don't care how much you work over for them. They're going to let you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you just make sure, you know, you do take out quality time for you, especially work-life balance. Um, When it comes to at home make sure i mean it's actually go back to old school make sure you have a bedtime you know a lot of us just stay up try to watch tv and and have the tv watching us when we sleep so having yeah having a set bedtime you know having a set routine you know hey like for instance on wednesday nights are my bath nights so the kids know my husband know at nine o'clock I'm gone. You ain't going to see me. I'm upstairs. So I have my book. I have, you know, my candles. I run me a good bath and that's my time for me. Mm-hmm. So it's just make sure you stay on the schedule. And the last thing I will say is um, use an actual calendar. You know, all of us are connected to our phones. Um, if you have an Apple phone, I mean, you can use iCal. I personally use the Google calendar because it kind of color code things and mm-hmm. you can do more things with it. So yeah, definitely use a calendar. Put everything in the calendar because I think I can remember everything. But now with older age, I can't. So my whole mm-hmm. life is in my calendar. If it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so make sure you use the calendar. And that will probably be my, my basic tips. Yeah, that's it. Nice. I like those. And you know what? Um, what I also want to ask you, and I meant to ask you this before too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about it because I was listening to a really good episode on the podcast about the lady who has a tax business and she had the the triplets. Oh yes, with the eight kids, girl. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. <laughs> that I was. I was like so in. I mean, that that story was so good but who thus far who has been your what has which episode has been your favorite oh no that's a hard question (laughs) oh that's like the kid question i know actually i'm having a more harder time with this than my kid but oh oh. (laughs) yeah um my favorite one oh dang 
You don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Girl, no, I don't care about that. Um, <laughs> let me see. I'm trying to think. No, I'm afraid that it might be one of my guy episodes because I, I gave, once I made the podcast, guys started going into my DM saying, well, you should have the fathers on there to speak. I'm like, okay, okay. whatever. Yeah, so... <laughs> Oh, I don't, y'all, you know, that's a good question. Okay, I would say my, one of my favorite episodes was probably with, um, dang, probably with Amber. She was based out of Texas. Oh, yes. So, Amber, I'm not sure if y'all seen her, ep- well, her, her episode, but she's based out, out of Texas, got pregnant the first time and had triplets. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so just um, hearing her story, um, she did not want to be a stay-at-home mom. Her husband wanted her to. She was ready to get back to work. So just seeing that aspect of, okay, you got these kids. You don't want to be at home. You know, a lot of people feel like being at home is the greatest thing ever, which sometimes it's not. But yeah. just seeing, you know, that other side of the story, like a person who really want to go back to work and go to the corporate job. So that would probably have to be my my first favorite and then my second will have to be one that's coming up tomorrow actually so um i don't i can't say anything about that one yet but it's really good <laughs> it's really good nice so. nice well brit we have really enjoyed talking to you yes you have given us uh you know a lot of you know great information and then inspiration too you know, with being a mom, wife, three businesses, like, listen, (laughs) you are really, you are really doing it and really, uh, you know, a testament of, you know, just all around girl power and that we really can do any freaking thing. So (laughs) before we wrap up, um, can you share any last words that you have with us? Uh, let me see. Well, first of all, you guys are doing amazing too. So I love your podcast. I don't only listen to two and it's your, or actually, no, I lie. I listen to three. I listen to yours. Um, the reality is, and also Side Hustle Pro. Y'all listen to that one? Yes. Oh, I love Side Hustle Pro. Yes. Oh, I'm lying. It's for it. And my, Malik Till. You- I haven't I haven't listened to Malik's, but I've heard a lot of good stuff. No, I'm, I'm lying. Yes, I have listened to her podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> I, everyone raves about it. Yes, it's really good. So, um, but no, you guys are doing amazing too, especially, um, I don't know if you mentioned that we had the speaking engagement together, but just hearing how you guys are working with the whole finances and just letting people know that there is a such thing as being financially stable mm-hmm. and having, you know, financial freedom and knowing how to plan. That, oh yeah, that was another thing. And I meant to ask you guys about this. So for instance, you know, okay, I'm gonna say a pet peeve. I'm sorry, you guys. All right. So, you know, when you're on Facebook and you see that someone passed away and then all of a sudden what happens? Go fund me. Mm. That, oh, listen, please, you got, please, whoever's listening to this, please go get life insurance. Even if you don't have kids, you don't never know what happened. Like, come on now, have some life insurance. That's all I need to say. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> right. That's what I'm sorry. It's just such a pet because I... I hate it. It's like we should know by now. You know how I say like, "Dang, we should know better." And it's normally us that don't. I'm sorry. Wait, sure. it's 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 GoFundMe or the fish fry, y'all. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Listen, I done got girl. to the point now where I don't want to hear with any of my family to donate to anything, and I and I know that that is wrong. But honestly, listen. I pay my $30 every, actually, no, I, I just got a new plan. So it's, it's $40 a month now for my insurance. But let me tell you, compared to 
a lot of stuff that other people pay and spend their money on. That mm-hmm. is not a lot of money and mm-hmm. you don't have to spend that much. Again, like I said, my insurance just cre- increased because I, incre- I increased it, but it is so freaking cheap. It just does not make any sense. And listen, I can go off on a tangent about that. And I, that's one of the reasons I was glad that was one of our first episodes that we did because mm-hmm. it is just one of those conversations that like you can never talk about it enough because regardless of the fact of how many times you, sh- you say, go get some life insurance, yet again, you will see on Facebook that if you want to support such and such, either mm-hmm. cash app too is the other one. Oh <laughs> like... <laughs> crazy it's and it's sad because like you say it's not expensive even for like a hundred thousand dollar policy you pay maybe 30 40 bucks if you really do your research so it's just i don't know i don't know why we i don't know if we're scared to die like we think we're going to live forever and you know things don't happen i'm not sure but uh i'm i agree i agree with you guys so hardly Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Britt, for being here with us. And um, we're, we're actually going to post all of your information will be on the page with this post. But for those of you who may catch the episode from another one of our streaming channels, how can they get in contact with you? Yes. So um, for the Bad and Bougie Mom cast, um, on Instagram, my handle is Bad and Bougie Moms. That's B-A-D-A-N-D-B-O-U-G-I-E Moms. Or you can actually email me at support at Britmarsh, B-R-I-T-M-A-R-S-H dot com. So that will be the best way to get in contact with me because it goes straight to my intern and she definitely lets me know. So please contact me if you want to be on the show or if you have any feedback or if you want to buy jewelry (laughs) yes awesome well everyone that this has been another episode of get your cash flow up and of course before we dip out of here we have to give a special shout out to trim if you are in need of getting your subscriptions in order there is nothing worse than having subscriptions pop up into your account that you had no recollection of and they overdraft or you realize you have a lot less money than you thought because your subscriptions are going ham or maybe you have utility bills cable bills that you want to get renegotiated trim will do it for you for absolutely free so you can hit the button to the right of this or the left of this depending on where you are seeing this podcast and let trim take care of you and with that This has been another episode of Get Your Cash Flow Up. Until next time. Bye. See y'all.
take one.